Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Adult Meets Disney podcast. We're here to bring you an adult-focused, non-biased look on all things Disney, from the parks, to the movies, and much more. If you would like to help us grow the show, please like and subscribe, leave a comment, and tell your friends to do the same. Have a magical day, everyone. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody and welcome to the Adult Meets Disney Podcast. I'm your host Tom and today for episode 24 we have a lot of Disney news that we're going to get through. Uh, Disney Cruise Line is no longer requiring a vaccine, the COVID vaccine, in order to get on a ship. The candlelight processional at Epcot, the celebrities have been announced but wanted to start obviously with the the news of, of Hurricane Ian and what that has done to this, the state of Florida and the people of Florida. Um, first off, you know the, our deepest sympathies to everybody who lives in Florida. The the devastation that that storm caused. You see the pictures on online or on the news, and it's 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 mind blowing to to see what that did. Uh, they're saying that it's a a like once in a century storm that came through. Uh, such a such a loss of of life, and it's it's horrible what happened. Uh, so our our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Florida, uh, with their families, uh, and we hope that you know people down there recover, uh, and and we hope for we hope the best for everyone affected. Uh, you know we want to give a special shout to to Disney for everything that they did during the storm. They welcomed people from the local area. Uh, the the hotels on Disney property are built to withstand Category 5 storms, I believe. So having the ability to have locals stay there, uh, obviously the people who are on vacation to stay there and to provide them with shelter, it's, it's Disney kind of going above and beyond for its local area. And I saw that they had severe discounts on food, while they were there, you saw food that was actually normal priced, not Disney priced, which was the right thing to do. They also had some entertainment, free entertainment, roaming entertainment in the area, and allowed people to weather out the storm while they were there. Uh, so kudos to Disney for being there, for being a, a pillar of the community and helping out in this this trying time. And if, if any of you out there are you know, are able, please donate uh, donate money. Uh, time. If you're if you're in the area to the people of Florida, there are ways you could do so online. You can Google how to how to assist the people of Florida with with financial contributions. And if you're down in Florida and you're you're willing, uh, volunteer some time. Just if nothing else, to help clean up, help at a recovery shelter, help help somewhere. Uh, we want to make sure we do everything we can to help the people of Florida get back on their feet. Uh, so. Lots, lots to to kind of think about and say just about what happened down there. And again, our our hearts are out to the people of Florida, and we we wish them a speedy recovery uh, from the devastation of that storm. Okay, looking at our our we'll call it our second story. Then uh, back to more of the we'll call it we'll call it the funner the funner more fun topics. Uh, Disney Cruise Line no longer needing to have our pay uh, uh, pro. Uh, Passengers no longer need to have the COVID vaccine in order to get on a ship. Uh, so if you don't have the vaccine, you need to submit a negative COVID test. And if you do have the vaccine, 
then you just go onto the ship. Uh, so I'm guessing you still need to upload some type of proof as to whether or not you have the vaccine or that you had a negative test. But gone are the days of everybody has to have a test. Now, when we went back in May, that was the era of everybody needs the test and there was the test, or everybody needs the vaccine, and there is a test at the port before you even get into the cruise terminal. Now, that's basically all just gone away. Uh, you know, I I think that there's, and I, I haven't looked, uh, but I'm, I, I'm guessing there is information out there about whether or not vaccine means the initial two, if it means two, or if it means uh, the two, so Pfizer and Moderna, if it means just the one J&J, does it mean you need the third one, the the booster that came out last year, or do you need the new booster, the the bivalent Omicron that is now available? Uh, because the the booster shot, so the third one that that many people got, that's now almost one year since a fair amount of people got that third shot. So if without without the current booster, does does it make any real difference from people? who didn't get the vaccine at all, because it's been almost a year. Some people, if you were a high-risk individual, it could be over a year. So I guess that's that's the question, is what is, the, gonna be, what is the definition gonna be going forward? And is that definition gonna continue to change? I have no idea what is going to happen re- regarding the COVID vaccine and policies of any of these companies, but I would be, I, I would gather that you know the at least what FDA says the approved vaccine is the, is the two. So I'm guessing two might be what people would go with. Uh, again, please check Disney Cruise Line's website if you are planning a cruise in the near future. Please check their website for the most up to date information. It will be provided there. The moral of the story, though, is that you no longer need to have the vaccine in order to get on a ship. Uh, you know, negative tests uh, are are great. Uh, that's awesome that that you have a negative test, but take it from the from people who who experienced it. You can still catch COVID on a cruise ship. Like everybody, when we went on that ship, everybody who got on there had to be had a test negative. You had a test negative at the port in order to get on, and we still got it. And there were very likely other people on that ship who got it as well. I think it's just, people are going to get are going to catch this thing. It's not going away. People are going to get it. Uh, the, the likelihood of catching it on a cruise ship is just higher. It's it, the likelihood of catching anything on a cruise ship is just higher because you're in such a close, contained environment. So a negative test is great. People can still catch it, and people are still going to catch this on a cruise ship. Uh, maybe one day the time will come when people will will treat it like the common cold and you know you just take some uh, if nothing else maybe we've learned to take some public health precautions like if you're sick wear a mask if you're sick you know obviously if you're out and about you know normal life just stay at home even with a head cold just stay at home but if you're on a cruise ship you know maybe it'll just be hey just kind of hang in your room wear a mask take whatever public health precautions you can Maybe one day we get there. I I, I have no idea. Uh, one can only hope that that's, that's where we ultimately get. But the likelihood of catching COVID on a cruise ship is high because you're all there. And it, it's happening all the time. Um, now, I, I don't think that that should act as a, a uh, deterrent, as a, oh, don't, don't go on a cruise. You know, 
Maureen caught COVID on on the ship back in back in May, uh, and and Disney, to their credit, were wonderful in how they assisted us and how they helped us get back home. Uh, we we really are grateful for their their assistance with that, uh, but it, it can't happen. It certainly can happen. Uh, I, I think that's just a risk that we're willing to take. I mean, you can catch this thing at the grocery store at this stage of the game. So I don't think it's going to act as a deterrence for us. It will. It won't act as a deterrent. You know, we said it before when we had our show talking about our experience on the ship uh, when she caught COVID. We will go on another cruise. It it will happen. You know, when it will happen? Well, that's yet to be determined. But it, it's not because we're we're worried about COVID on the ship. Uh, I think there will be people. A, a small group, certainly, who are hesitant, and that's totally justifiable, and maybe those folks have health conditions, they're high risk, That that's totally okay uh, that there are people who may be a bit hesitant. Uh, but this is something that's going to be around, uh, and we're not going to let it deter us, and I'm sure that the, for a lot of people, it won't let them deter them either. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at with that. I, I, I That said, you know, when the time comes to to get the the booster shot, of course I'd get I'd get the booster shot. Uh, we're we're sitting here now in October, uh, so I just plan to get it when I get my flu shot every year. Uh, but that said, you know we, it's no longer needed to get aboard the ship. Um, one day though, we will get back. Uh, but moral is, like I said, you no longer need to have the vaccine to get on the ship. Uh, but if you don't have the vaccine, you need to submit a negative test, a negative COVID test, in order to do it. Uh, so that's that's where we're at with Cruise Line. I think it's probably the way of the world where we're going. A lot of in, a lot of companies, a lot of industries are are moving in this direction. So we will continue to track what happens. Uh, but get out there if you've not been on a Disney cruise. Do yourself a favor. Get out there and get on one. They are wonderful. We have been on two. They are fantastic. Even though there was the COVID situation on the last one, we still had a good time. It was still wonderful experience. I highly recommend it. It's it's. I know it's more expensive. I I hear that, but the, the Disney difference is very real on the ship, and I will wholeheartedly go on another one. I can't wait for the time to come that we can start planning it. All right, looking for our our last segment today. The Candlelight Processional at Epcot has released its uh, its celebrity guest hosts. So the Candlelight Processional is part of Festival of the Holidays at Epcot. It's held at the American Ex- American Adventure Pavilion. Uh, it's uh, a celebrity comes out and tells the story of Christmas while uh, this big orchestra and they have a big choir behind them that sing a bunch of Christmas songs. Uh, and it's this runs from the end of November until I believe it's the beginning, uh, beginning of January area, end of Dece- end of December, beginning of January, and this year we have some of our recurrent guests, like Whoopi Goldberg is going to be back again. They have a lot of recurrent people. Uh, Edward James Olmos uh, is another one that's that's coming back. The annual favorite, Neil Patrick Harris, is going to be there on December fifteenth through the eighteenth. Uh, that's that's the one that w- we want to see the most. We we've not been neither Maureen or I have been to um, we've been to Festival of the Holidays, but we're we're not at the Candlelight Processional. And the 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 goal is to get down there and see Neil Patrick Harris because we, because we like Neil Patrick Harris. I, I mean, I watch How I Met Your Mother 
almost on the daily. Uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, so to get down there and be able to see Neil Patrick Harris in person, uh, he does this frequently. That That is a bucket list for us. Uh, I uh, Once again, I, I think he's going to avoid us this year. We're, n- we're not going to be able to make it down for Festival of the Holidays and, and Candlelight this year. So next time, hopefully, there will, there, there will come a time when we're able to get down there and see Neil Patrick Harris. But there are some new folks this year. Uh, Simu Liu, uh, that, uh, he is the, uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, he's the main actor in Shang-Chi. He's actually going to be kicking things off uh, starting on November 25th. There's Raul Esparza. Uh, he was ADA Rafael Barba on Law & Order SVU for a few seasons. Uh, there's Shark Tank's Damon John. He's going to be there in early December. I think it's like the 7th he's going to be there. Uh, Gloria Estefan is going to be there as well. And Mariska Hargitay, who is Olivia Benson on Law & Order SVU, is going to be there on December 19th. The The big one, though, the big new addition is Josh Gad. So the voice of Olaf is going to be there on December 10th through the 12th. So first off, I mean, they went they went hard on, on SVU, bringing in Barba and Benson. Um, obviously, they're the, the actors who play the two of them, uh, are going to be there. And yeah, I've watched every episode of SVU, and it would be really cool to get down there and see, you know, the, the person who played Rafael Barba or, or Olivia Benson. That would be kind of cool. Uh, Josh Gad's going to be the, the, the big one. Yeah, you know, there's, there's the usuals. There's, you know, like I said, Whoopi, Neil Patrick Harris. They're certainly going to be popular, but Josh Gad, I think, is going to be a, a, a hot ticket this year. Uh, he, he's immensely popular with everything that's going on with Disney and Frozen, so him being there is going to draw a, a big crowd. The entire list of uh, celebrities who will be at Festival of the Holidays as part of the Candlelight Processional is currently available on the Disney website. So you can check it out. They have the dates that everyone's there. Most people are there for usually two or three nights. Uh, so if there's somebody that you want to see, you can try to plan a trip around that. Or if you are going to be down in Disney around the holiday season this year, check out who's going to be the Candlelight Processional host during your vacation. You might have the chance to check some of these folks out. Uh, But it looks like a really great lineup. Like I said, one day we do intend to do the Candlelight Processional. We, of course, have watched videos of the Candlelight Processional. Looks like a good time. I think when we're always in Epcot... You know, we're, we're always on the move. We're, we're either doing laps around World Showcase or we're trying to get catch some festival boots or we're checking out some of the restaurants. We're, we're always busy. And Candlelight Processional, it, it does take a little bit of time. And I think we need to, for us, getting Candlelight Processional in would necessitate probably, certainly a second day, but my guess would be a third day in Epcot, maybe like a park hop day where you head over there later in the night because we want to experience everything that we can from Epcot. Epcot is my favorite of the four parks in Disney. So I want to experience everything that Epcot can give. You know, I'm, I'm somebody who will wander around World Showcase and just look at stuff. That little train set outside of the Germany Pavilion, I'll stare at that thing all day. I, I, I will you just like put a, put a drink in my hand and if I could have a chair and just sit there and watch that little train set go around, I would. 
I, I would do that all day. Uh, I, it's, it's wonderful to me. So I, I want to go and check out everything in World Showcase, especially. And, and now that they're coming out with, you know, eventually Epcot's going to be completed, uh, all that new stuff, I want to have that time in, in Epcot, especially because when we go down, the most we've ever spent down there is a week. And as many of you know, the, a week, you can't get everything done in a week. So having that extra time, I think, is what we need. So that might be something that as we plan out future trips, it would be probably having a third day or at least a, a, another half day in Epcot in order to fit in Candlelight Processional. That's that's just how it is with us. We, we usually do need two days to complete everything we can in Epcot. So having that extra time to go back and enjoy Candlelight Processional would be something that we would have to plan. Uh, so that, that's that's kind of where we're at with Candlelight Processional. One day, we'll get down there and do it. I think the bigger burn right now, obviously other than not being able to get down there to see Neil Patrick Harris, uh, is that I'm probably not going to be able to see Harmonious again. Uh, I don't see myself being able to get down to Florida uh, anytime soon. So it's unlikely that I'll be able to see Harmonious one more time. I know that there are a lot of people out there that think Harmonious wasn't the best show. Uh, and that's totally fine. I thought Harmonious was wonderful. So the more immediate burn to me is that I might not be able to see Harmonious again. The likelihood of me seeing Candlelight Processional, it's there every year. Now, whether or not I'll be able to get down there to see the person I'm most excited to see, hopefully Neil Patrick Harris is there every year. But they always have you know really cool names that are part of this uh, part of this show. So it's going to happen. So while for this year, yeah, unfortunate, I know it's going to come back. Harmonious, I don't. I don't know if it's going to come back. So that's kind of the bigger burn that's happening right now. Uh, but that's all that we have for uh, updates on Disney for right now. We have a lot of other things coming out this week on the podcast. Uh, we have a lot of news about Marvel. We're going to have a show coming out about that. And of course, Hocus Pocus 2 has dropped on Disney+. Plus. We're going to have our full review on that. So if you like what you heard here and you want to hear more, you want to hear about Marvel, you want to hear about Hocus Pocus 2, please subscribe to the show so you get that alert when the next episode drops. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. And until next time, have a magical day.